Hi, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 2 of Craft Beer Bucket List. I'm one of your hosts, Mike, and across the Mississippi, we've got Biggest Ray. How are you doing, Ray? I am fantastic, Mike. How are you tonight, buddy? I'm doing pretty good because you're going to let us know what the heck we're drinking tonight. Absolutely, I am. So, of course, we have another solid lineup. Imagine that. And uh, our shared beer tonight is going to be the Xanadu Hazy IPA by Wiseacre Brewing. Wiseacre Brewing, if I could talk, that'd be great. I've got a raspberry milk stout, and you, sir, have a strawberry ale. And it's not just any strawberry ale. It's a bourbon barrel-aged strawberry ale. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, I know. Uh-oh, what, what's that? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Diving right in. I'm going to join you. Oh, so, for cheers. The cheers, oh, definitely. Man. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Yes. Ah, boom. So, for all the listeners at home, we just cracked the first can, the Xanadu Hazy IPA from Wiseacre Brewing. It's sitting at 7.3% ABV, and the first taste is pretty darn good. Tell me about what you think, Ray. Uh, right off the bat, I was hit with that hoppy awesomeness that I love so much. And uh, there's just something special for me about a hazy IPA. Just, uh, I don't know how to describe it. I just like the mouthfeel is so different. And I get that bitterness that I love, but it's not quite as robust or punchy, if you will. I'm sure if Cicerone would use some better words for that than I. Uh, but man, just first drink, I'm like, dude, this is killer. I, I like it. Yeah. I'm kind of getting this, you know, the, the taste is, I, I let it sit there for a second because I wanted to kind of let it like, you know, just kind of fill up my mouth and, uh, you know, fill up those taste burrows, uh, as we like to say. And <laughs> right. I gotta say, man, it, it's, it's, uh, it's got a good punch to it. It really does. It, it does. And in a good way, it's not so hoppy that it's a turnoff. Like, I, you know, I like double IPAs. That's my jam. Um, but this is it's really refreshing and hoppy and smooth all at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, um, I'm getting I'm getting a real mixture of hop flavors for a little bit, all the way to some some pininess to it. So, I mean, it's it's got a range of flavors that's coming in pretty strong. Um, what are you getting out of it? So I get a lot of you know, citrus. I mean, huge up front. I get, I'm getting a lot of uh, grapefruit notes. I'm not really picking up any other specific, you know, citrus fruit. If you, I'm not getting tangerine or orange, uh, which are two things that I look for in an IPA. But the grapefruit is really coming through strong. It does have those nice piney notes about it, which I, which I enjoy. So whenever we were looking stuff up about this beer, Mike, you know, I noticed that uh, on the can, the hops are not listed. The IBUs yeah. are not listed. And uh, we have no idea. You're on their website. We have we, we don't know. We don't know what it is. So yeah, we run into that, sadly, a lot with some of the beers that we find. Um, yeah. yeah I think somewhere I saw it said 14 IBU, but that's got to be off, right? Yeah, that's that's way, way low for an, for an IPA. Even a hazy, I expect that some of those could be a little lower. Um, yeah. But still, 14, um, I don't think that's right. Yeah. 
there just wasn't a whole lot as far as issues about the Xanadu. Um, so I don't know if it's a special release and maybe that's why it's just limited information. Um, but overall, right. uh, you know, they probably put a lot more emphasis on their, their beers that get out there a little bit more. So, you said you found, cool. this, you found this at the brewery in Memphis, right? No, no uh, I didn't get to go to the brewery because they were shut down because COVID. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a local, we, we had stayed the night there when we were visiting the Martin Luther King uh, site and whatnot. And uh, it was at a local liquor store. And I just grabbed several things that I thought you and I would want to drink uh, and share here on the podcast. So this was one of them. So it was, yeah, it was yeah. locally in the liquor, liquor store or the beer store, but it was, I didn't get to go to the brewery. Okay. No, that's fair. Uh, but I, I'm digging this dude. It's very bright, very colorful. Reminds me of the late seventies and early eighties. Um, when I look at this, uh, it's got that vibe, right? It does. And it makes me, and this isn't a movie I've ever seen, but I remember this when I was a kid. There was a movie called Xanadu. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was about like a disco roller skating rink or something. And I'm sure it had some big 80s names in it. I think Olivia Newton John, perhaps. Um, but I, I kind of I like the vibe. Yeah. No, they've got they've got a distinct, uh, and that's something I've noticed about um, Wiseacre Brewing. Is something that I, you know I'm going to give them props for is each of their beers that I've had in a can has its own little vibe that's going for, and and I, and I like it a lot. I think it's uh, it's well done, you know. So um, I, you know, same with this one. It's got that cool vibe, you know, the retro vibe. I mean, this this looks like 80s, early 80s. It just says, yeah, yeah I'm an early oh, 80s absolutely. can. So, but anyway, uh, so. We've, we've talked about a little bit anything else i think the carbonation uh seems to me is on the high end a little bit uh which works well with the flavors and the, the um i'm gonna say it's pretty pretty well done i don't like my beers as carbonated unless they need to be but this one seems to work well no i uh, agree what do you think yeah the carbonation for me is on point with this uh the hoppiness again is on point the citrus notes are on point it smells fantastic so i i think this is uh another one of those I don't want to say transitional beers, but for somebody that might be trying an IPA for the first time, this might be a, a solid go-to recommendation because it's not so over-the-top hoppy. It's not as punchy, but you get a more traditional IPA flavor. It's a good representation of the style, uh, but it's almost like a, a lighter version of that. It's a good gateway. Yeah, and we, and we talked about, you know, gateway drugs, <laughs> gateway beers. Mm. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so when we talk about a rating and a food pairing, what kind of food would you pair with this? What kind of rating would you give it? So I would give this a, for me, I really enjoyed it. I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. So I'm going to give it a really strong score um, for all those things we talked about, but I want to keep it local to Memphis, my food pairing with this. And I'm going to go straight to Gus's fried chicken, Mike. And uh, okay. I, want a, I want a whole fried chicken. I want the white onions and the pickles cut up with it. And, and I want, some cornbread with this, which I don't believe you can get there, but I like cornbread with fried chicken. And you know, I got to have my hot sauce, Mike, but also the the fried green tomatoes at Gus's are just fantastic. You know, it's a traditional Southern, you know, go-to. It's a staple in the Southern cuisine. And uh, I want that with this beer. I'm going to go with uh, blackened chicken tacos. Ooh. Um, or, I, or you could go with uh, like some really blackened shrimp seasoning, you know, tacos. Uh, I want something with that. I like that blackened. If I'm thinking about that blackened flavor palette, that's going to go. I think it's just going to kind of battle it out uh, in, in a good way. 
So uh, that's, <laughs> right? what I'm, that's what I'm going to go for. And then as far as rating, um, I'm not going to rate it. You said an 8.5. I liked it. I want to go as I would give it a seven and a half, maybe. Um, so I'm going to dip down from your score a little bit only because I think the, uh, for me, the non IPA guy, it's a little too punchy right up front. Um, and then I think for me, I'd like the carbonation dialed back just a little bit. Um, but other than that, I think it's a solid beer. I think, like you said, it's a good introductory beer for folks getting into the, the IPAs, the hazy IPAs and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I think it's in a good spot, man. I really do. Yeah, I agree with you hundred percent, man. So either way, two solid ratings, absolutely going to go on the craft beer bucket list. But Mike, you've heard me ask this question a lot now, and I think our listeners are sick of hearing it, but you know what I'm going to ask, don't you? Uh, ask away. All right. Welcome back. Thank you for listening to our awesome commercial. We love you for it. It's so awesome. We love it. We hope you love it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you, you've got the raspberry milk tan. I've got the strawberry ale. It's a bourbon barrel ale from Kentucky, uh, or Lexington Brewing, rather. It's a Kentucky bourbon barrel strawberry ale. It's a mouthful of a name, but it smells really good. But I'm interested to see what you say about your left-hand raspberry milk stout. I'm going to let you crack that can for a second. Oh, and, yeah. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead and do it. Let's hear the sound, the sexy, sexy sound. So, yeah, just before I do that, Mike, I, I, love, the, oh, I yeah. love the can art. I love this from uh, Left Hand Brewing. And what else I like, if you look at the top of the beer, I like the little their logo also on the pull tab. I think that's a pretty cool little thing. Just that extra little touch for me, for me goes a long way, and I love to see that. Attention to detail. Yes. Dude, this smells fantastic, bro. I love the, when the, the, the flavored stouts like this. They always just said, man, that raspberry, just up front with that. Yo. Oh, that look on your face. Is that good Hit or me bad? with your thoughts. Well, so while you were doing that, let me, let me. Yeah, so I, I just cracked open my strawberry uh, L from Lexington Brewing. And I so I took a drink of it. And let me tell you what it really drinks like. It drinks like it's. Uh oh, I think the internet's got the best of us, Mike. You've cut out there for a minute. Are you still with me? So, Mike, you cut out pretty bad there. Um, you said yeah, you, you, you did, first drink. Okay, so that's fine. We could we could deal with that. I'll leave this part actually, and then we'll edit it out. I like the folks to know. You know, we sometimes we struggle through this, but you're just started to talk about your first drink of the beer, Mike. And here we have ourselves a whoopsie. Oh yeah! Hang on, folks. It's about to come back. So, Mike, you were talking about your beer and your experience with this. You mentioned uh, it tastes like a raspberry ale or a strawberry ale, rather, strawberry bourbon, if I could even talk right. So, just so the listeners know, um, the the recording platform that we use totally bombed on us, you know, mid-sentence, and we've switched over to an older piece of software that we normally use, but it's super reliable. So, if they hear an audio difference, that's why. Uh, the show must go on. We totally, you know, called an audible and we're driving on. So, Mike, tell us about your beer, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, I, you know, apologies from me as well. Um, so I've got the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Strawberry L from Lexington Brewing in front of me. And while you were taking a drink, I got it out and uh, took my first drink and, you know, woo, it, it hit me. This tastes like a strawberry flavored bourbon now it only says it's eight percent not sure if i can believe them but <laughs> there we are it is it has a strong strong flavor about it uh and which is fine whatever 
Um, but man, it's, I'm going to have to drink it a little bit more, um, to get a little bit more flavor and talk about it a little bit more. But so first, first impression is it's going to wallop you. Well, that could be a good thing if that's what you're looking for, right? Sometimes you just kind of like that. Yeah. So tell me more about the raspberry milk stout that you have from left hand over there. Yeah. So this is a seasonal offering, by the way. This isn't one that you can just go out and get any time. I want to start with that. But, you know, I'm a huge fan of left-handed brewing. We, re- we have reviewed, reviewed a couple of their beers in the past. Uh, but I got to say, as much as I'm enjoying this, Mike, this doesn't remind me of, A, a stout at all, right? This doesn't drink like a stout. It's not carbonated like a stout. I don't get the lactose out of this like I would expect in a milk stout. I don't get that silky smooth mouthfeel like I would expect from a milk stout. But I get a lot, a lot, a lot of raspberry in this. Okay. Um, that's For me, that's the saving grace because I would knock this off immediately for not feeling like a stout or feeling like a milk stout. Like both of those, it's, it's, it doesn't fit that bill for me. Um, I'm sure it's brewed as a, as, as a milk stout, but I don't get that in this. Um, this reminds me of a holiday candy, if you will. You know those chocolates you get that are infused with raspberries or have raspberry pieces in them around Christmas time? Oh, yeah. That's what this really reminds me of. Um, and like I said, I like it. It's speaking to my taste bros. Uh, but it's just, for me, not a representation of the style. Well, so, um, you know, and I, so I'm kind of feeling similar to mine over here is, um, you know, I've had a couple of different beers by Lexington Brewing and they, they, they bourbon barrel age several of their beers, um, their bourbon barrel ale and stout, um, both of which I believe we've had on here. Um, you know, I've had their vanilla barrel their I've had their pumpkin barrel. I mean, this, so they've got a several different things that they do, uh, with age in this. And this is going to be for me, this is going to be the one that I think, um, so, you know, with, with each of these flavors, does it pair well with the bourbon barrel aging process? And that's something I've talked about with friends, um, uh, maybe, you know, several occasions, how their pumpkin barrel beer, the, the, the pumpkin pairs well with the bourbon flavors that it draws out of the barrels. It just does. It won like International Pumpkin Beer of the Year Award one year. Um, and it's well, just, it's a, they're complementary flavors that do really well together. And, and that's my, that's my perception of that. That's my review, right? I'm going to say the strawberry bourbon barrel L for me is not on par with that. I, I, while I like it, um, I not liking it as much as I hoped I would. This is something that, um, I can have one or two of, and you know, I'll be fine if I never pick it up again, unfortunately. Um, and it's not because it's bad. It's just, it's not, you know, it's not my deal. Um, I don't think it's in the realm of saying I got to have it, but I also don't think it's in a realm of it stinks. I think there can be some people that really like this if they're into bourbon and some, you know, getting those heavier bourbon barrel flavors out of the beer, which I've had several of them and people tend to like those beers where there's a real heavy, distinct bourbon barrel flavor. Um, and sometimes I do too. I just don't think the strawberry does as well with that heavy bourbon barrel flavor. I think it should have backed off a little bit and you never know. Um, you know, maybe there are some, you know, 
what, you know, some other bottles that it may be backed off a little bit, but, um, what, what I'll say about it though, that I like is that the strawberry flavor and, you know, and I don't know if they use real strawberries or, you know, whatever they're doing, uh, don't know what their process is. Um, it ta- it's, the strawberries taste like they're, you know, like it's not the syrup. Does that right. make sense? No, it does. So that I'll, I'll put that in their corner. And so what I'll do is I'll round out my review. It's got a very heavy bourbon barrel flavor to it. A light essence of strawberry, but the strawberry does taste good. Strawberry comes through uh, mid to back uh, of the drink, whereas the bourbon is present from the beginning to the end. Um, I think the carbonation's really well done. I think it's, you know, very middle of the road carbonation for this style, which is perfect for me. Um, it's in a, I'm having it in a bottle. Uh, the can art's pretty typical for their brand. Um, it's got their, their typical logo with this is strawberry at the bottom, strawberry L at the bottom. So I think it's on point, you know, it's got the right color scheme being the, you know, the reddish tones with everything. So overall, I'm going to give this beer a seven. Um, and that's just for the things I've talked about. I think it's worth trying. Yeah. And I think it's worth trying, especially if you like, you know, the heavier hand, what I'll call the heavier handed or the heavier tone of bourbon in the beer. Or if you're a fan of strawberry type beers, you know, of the fruit, the fruit within the beers, just kind of like your raspberry milk stout you're trying there. If you're a fan of those, I think this is worth a try to see if it speaks to you. Uh, I'm just going to say it was for me, it didn't speak to me as much as I had hoped. Um, so with this, I think this is definitely a, um, uh, you know, a backyard beer where you're sitting, uh, by the grill or hanging out in the backyard or whatever it may be. So I think it's a snack beer. You're, you know, you're having some finger foods or some snacks while you're drinking with it, drinking it. And, and so, you know, as far as food pairings, you know, you could put a variety of different things, but I'm, I'm going to say some summer sausage that's cut up or you can just, you know, get a toothpick in and stick a little piece and grab your beer and carry on. So that's my review, man. Uh, seven out of ten. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm, I want to hear more about your raspberry milk stout, man. Um, so you're saying yeah. that, you know, it, you know, it's got that like that Christmas candy, chocolate candy kind of flavor to it. But tell me a little bit more. And, and it's exactly right, Mike. And you know, the more I drink of this, I mean, it's grown on me. You know, I, it's not that I don't like it. It just doesn't remind me of the style at all. And that and that's fine if if you like it you like it regardless of the the label that's on the can, um, but you know it says I'm reading I'm looking at this right off the can so it's not like I'm an expert on this, but it says it's got roasted coffee notes combined with raspberries and chocolate malt for creamy decadence. I definitely get the the chocolate malt in this right that's that's there. Yeah, my palate doesn't pick up any coffee notes, which is what you expect from a stout. Just for me, I'm not picking up on that. Uh, there's bitterness to this beer, right? So it's got 23 IBUs. Uh, so there's some definite bitters to it. And for a stout, it's for me, it's really light on the alcohol. It's only 5.7% ABV. Um, I tend to like my stouts a little more stout than that. <laughs> you want a stout to be a stout? I, I do. And again, I'm not speaking against the beer. Like I'm, I'm enjoying it. I am. So this is definitely going to go my craft beer bucket list. Um, it's just, again, it doesn't speak to the, the, oh gosh, I just lost a word, Mike. It doesn't speak to the style. 
Um, and again, I think that's fine, but it's, it's certainly very palatable. Um, it's not as creamy as I'd like, you know, with the lactose that's supposed to be in it. Now, if I look at the list of ingredients, you know, lactose is, is on there. Um, so, and of course, anything from left-handed brewing is going to have that Rocky Mountain water that's on there. Uh, they, I think they get their water from the St. Brain River, Okay, if I'm saying that right. And, uh, I mean, these guys have been around since 1993. You don't hang around for that many years without making a solid product. So, I, Left Hand does a great job. I'm not, I'm, again, I'm not trying to bash Left Handed Brewery or this beer. Uh, but I'm going to be honest. I'm here to give honest reviews. And uh, I think this is yummy. It's delicious. I would drink it again. But it's. I'm not going to go out of my way to find it. If I stumble on it, like, hey, I've had that before. I might enjoy another one. Um, but that's that's where I'm going to be at with this. Okay. So, you know, what would you rate it and what kind of food would you pair well with pair with it? So I would give this a 7.5. Yeah. Um, so for me, a solid, very respectable score. Um, but again, I, I want something that's stout to be more stout. I want that lactose and that, and that silkiness, you know, that nice mouthfeel. And honestly, I don't want this many bitters or this level of bitterness in a stout. Yeah. Um, which is fine, but still solid score. And for me, with this, especially the bitterness that it does bring to it, I would really like a New York style cheesecake with an overzealously sweet raspberry glaze. Now, uh, because I want those raspberry notes to to play against each other or work with each other, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I think you know a creamy, thick cheesecake would go great with the bitterness, and I think the raspberry would bring it all together. But I think that sweet and bitter and, and just the mouthfeel from the cheesecake would actually go really well with this. So this would be a great dessert beer for me. Just have one beer, enjoy it with my cheesecake, and uh, enjoy a nightcap like that. Oh, that sounds like a pretty good review overall as well. Um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, go ahead. What are you going to say? So, no, again, again, I don't. it's not that I don't hate the beer. It's just not my favorite. Um, but yeah. it absolutely has its place in the world. And I, sure. I think people should try it before they die. I do. Yeah. So just to kind of recap of everything, um, you know, you and I started out, we tried the Xanadu Hazy IPA by Wiseacre, which is out of Memphis, Tennessee. Um, I gave that a seven and a half. You gave it an eight and a half. So that's an eight overall. Very solid, respectable score. Definitely needs to go on your craft beer bucket list. Um, then we moved on. You had the Raspberry Milk Stout by Left Hand Brewing. Uh, give it a seven and a half, um, you know, and you said some great things about some of the flavors uh, that are present in that. Again, a good score. Another beer that goes on the craft beer bucket list. And finally, uh, rounded out with a beer I had, the Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Strawberry L by Lexington Brewing. And this is a strawberry L that's been aged in bourbon barrels. Uh, and, and I gave that a seven out of ten. Uh, again, a good enough score to go on the craft beer bucket list. So that's, again, three more beers that go on our list, three more beers you have to try before you die. I think, you know, we had some very interesting beers tonight, which I really like. You know, we, we kind of, um, we had the Hazy IPA, which, you know, you're, I know you're a big fan of the Hazies. Um, and then we both tried some very interesting style uh, takes on, you know, or different takes on these different styles. And I like that. I like the fact that we tried something really different tonight. It's Wound up being co pretty cool to hear about it, right? No, absolutely. Yep. So, 
folks, that's it. Um, Wiseacre, Xanadu, Left Hand Raspberry Milk Stout, and Lexington Strawberry Ale. All beers you need to try before you die. All beers um, that should go on your crap, your bucket list. Ray, I'll let you take it out with the social medias, and I'll say I appreciate everybody for listening to another great, fantastic, awesome edition of Crap Your Bucket List. Yes, indeed. So thanks, Mike, for co-hosting another awesome episode. I, you know, I look forward to this every week when we record. But to all the listeners out there, thank you so much for tuning in. You know we appreciate each and every one of you guys. We love the comments on the Instagrams, Facebook, and Twitter. If you don't follow us already, let me invite you in. Uh, again, we love to conversate. We love it when folks try amazing craft beer and tag us in their photos they post on social media. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, thank you all so much. Please be sure to give us those thumbs up or five stars. Be sure to share with your friends and families. And always, please, let's support the breweries. Follow them on social media as well. You can find those listed in the description of the podcast quite easily. Give them a follow. Give them a shout out. Try their beers if you haven't already. And please, please, please remember to drink local. And also, please don't drink and drive. We just can't get on board in that. So thank you all so much, and we'll see you next week on another episode. Y'all be safe. Adios.